Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is November the 18th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. I will say, randomly, my throat's a little sore. I don't know if that's because of the season or if I'm getting sick. Who fucking knows? I'll keep you posted. Um, But yeah, I mean, usually it's just been so hot and cold lately that um, this is kind of common for me to just have like throat issues because like I just get so phlegmed out, so mucused out at night and I'm just like, and then, you know, I have to deal with the damage for the day. But yeah, overall, you know, we've been good. I did some overtime work at my job today and then, um, you know, came home and just been chilling. So that's been nice. Figured I go ahead and get an episode in, you know, talk about some news real quick. Uh, so let me go ahead. Actually, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. I'm not, I don't even need the startup today. Fuck it. Um, let's start off actually where, you know, we talked about this yesterday, but this is a, another big update. So I figured we'd just go ahead and cover it. From CBS News, Cassie Ventura reaches settlement in lawsuit alleging abuse, rape by ex-boyfriend Sean Diddy Combs. So, naturally, trigger warning, you know, off, you know domestic abuse, all that. Um, singer Sacondra, uh, cannot, cannot talk already. Singer Cassandra Ventura, who performs under the name Cassie, has reached a settlement just one day after bringing a federal lawsuit in New York against musician and entrepreneur Sean Diddy Combs, in which she accused him of rape and physical, physical abuse during their relationship, her attorney confirmed in a statement. I've decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, fans, and lawyers for their unwavering support, Ventura said in a statement. Uh, as Diddy said, we have decided to resolve this matter amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best. Love. Terms of their settlement was were not disclosed. So, um, you know, we, like I said, we talked about this yesterday. There was a you know big lawsuit launched by Ventura or Cassie. We'll call it Cassie for the rest of this episode. Um, and I mean, it said it was a lot. Uh, for essentially like the ten years or so they had dated, it was physical abuse. There was rape. She said that she was, um, um, you know, passed out by like to male prostitutes by Diddy. And then like after their relationship, like I said, then he uh, raped her, all this kind of stuff. So it was very, very graphic, very bad shit. And um, so it's very crazy that like a day later, essentially, you know, he's saying, hey, you know, uh, fine, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and actually squash this. Now, Diddy had alleged that Cassie wanted $30 million or she was going to, you know, go public with this kind of information. And he said, no, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to pay you that. So I don't know. It, I, I don't know if Diddy's lying on that or if there, any, if there is any validity there, but it does seem like maybe, and once again, this is just me moving into the speculation corner, that Diddy probably was like, all right, I'll pay a number. I'll actually, I'll open my wallet out to make this go away. Um, because I mean, this is big, and, and even though this is a this is a civil lawsuit, by the way, that it's getting settled, that doesn't mean that there isn't any investigation ongoing. I have read, you know, like kind of New York Posty kind of uh, articles where they're saying, "Hey, there is a secret investigation going on." Diddy. Also, we talked about in the last episode that um, 
another ex of Diddy has come out and said, yeah, I was an ex like right after Cassie. He was constantly comparing me to her, constantly like negging me. But then like also not just like emotional abuse, but also it was physical to a point where he was like stomping on her stomach. Um, so, I mean, who knows where this is going to go? You know, what's the next chapter here? But um, I did feel like this was really relevant. So I wanted to go ahead and cover it. Uh, we can go ahead and move on to the next beat uh, from the Associated Press. Shooter kills security guard before fatally before being fatally shot at New Hampshire Psychiatric Hospital. A shooter killed a security guard in the lobby of New Hampshire State Psychiatric Hospital on Friday before being fatally shot by a state trooper, officials said. The shooting happened around 3.30 p.m. at New Hampshire Hospital and was contained to the front lobby of 185 of the 185-bed facility. State Police Colonel Mark Hall said at a news conference. He said CPR was performed on the victim who later died at Concord Hospital. Authorities identified the victim Friday night as Bradley Haas, 63 years old, a State Department security officer who was working at the front lobby entrance. Haas lived in Franklin, a small town about 20 miles or 32 kilometers from Concord. He worked as a police officer for 28 years and rose to become police chief, according to a statement from the state attorney general's office. All patients and at the psychiatric hospital were safe, and the state trooper who killed the shooter was not wounded, according to authorities. Uh, they don't have a motive. Um, they also, at least as of this article, haven't released the name of the shooter, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's very unfortunate. So, you know, definitely, you know, condolences to Haas, you know, his family, all that. But yeah, I mean, it's a shame that yet again, we have another shooting to cover and talk about. And it's also a shame that it's like, man, like you almost have to add like, well, at least it wasn't as bad. It's like that main shooting where like 18 people fucking died, but it's like, it's just so constant. And it's just like, you're almost like, I feel like as a, as the average American, you're almost numb to it, sensitized to it. Um, but that being said, I, it's obviously very relevant and it's something that I wanted to cover and, you know, um, there is that, uh, if there is any updates, I'll definitely keep you posted. But, um, the rest of these are actually updates from trials, uh, stories we've covered in the past. So I wanted to kind of give a rundown on that, um, from cycling news, 90 year sentence handed to Caitlin Armstrong for murder of Mariah Wilson. Caitlin Armstrong, 35 years old, was sentenced on Friday to 90 years in prison and a $10,000 fine for the murder of Anna Mariah or, or Mo Wilson. A jury of her peers in Travis County delivered a guilty verdict on Thursday in the nine-day trial at Be- Blackwell Thurman Criminal Justice Center in Austin, Texas. Yeah, it took them uh, less than three hours uh, to deliberate and return a guilty verdict for murder. Uh, I think it would, like took them like maybe like three and a half or so to give her the sentence of 90 years. She was facing up to 99. Um, now, Wilson, I believe, was dating Colin Strickland. Um, but Strickland, I guess when they were on a break, dated uh, Mo. And then I guess Mo was in town, so they went for like drinks and, you know, hung out, did some stuff. Now, 
who's to say this is an actual love triangle or what have you? I really do feel like that's kind of irrelevant at this point. But it seems that Armstrong became jealous or upset. And I believe that somehow Moe's fitness tracker was used. Like, she literally used that to actually track her. And then, like, even her last, like, final moments were recovered on that, or recovered, or recorded, I'm sorry, on said tracker. But um, just very unfortunate because um, Armstrong comes in and, you know, winds up shooting Wilson, driving off. Uh, She takes her sister's, uh, Caitlin Armstrong, or Christian Armstrong, I'm sorry, I'm getting their names being mixed up, messed up. But um, Christy, I think, Christy Armstrong, um, takes her passport um, and goes to Mexico. And then, or not Mexico, I'm sorry, Costa Rica. And then gets plastic surgery. Um, but then is wound up, winds up arrested. So more or less is just putting a nail in this coffin. I don't know if she's doing an appeal. Usually, you know, they do. But yeah, I mean, very, very crazy, very fucking sad. I know there's testimonials from the family, um, you know, and I just can't imagine. And it, it was sad just because, you know, Someone like Mo, it seemed like she was a really bright light for not just her family, her friends, just, you know, anyone who knew her. Um, and sadly, that was snuffed out by Armstrong over what's seemingly a petty love squabble triangle thing. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, another update I wanted to cover from CNN. Iowa teen, oop, I'm some issues here, bear with me. Uh, Iowa teen sentenced to life in prison for killing his Spanish teacher. Jeremy Goodale, one of two Iowa teenagers who pleaded guilty to the 2021 murder of their Spanish teacher, was sentenced to life in prison Wednesday. He will be eligible for parole in 25 years. Goodale's co-defendant, Willard Miller, was sentenced in July to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 35 years. Miller is appealing the sentence according to his case record. Goodale and Miller pers- uh, pleaded guilty to first-degree murder in the killing of Nohima Grabber, who occur- which occurred when they were both 16 years old. Grabber was a teacher at Fairfield High School, not to be confused with um, Fairfield High School locally, if you know, you know, um, where Miller and Goodale were students, a city official said. <coughs> Excuse me. Grabber was beaten to death and her remains were concealed under a tarp, uh, tarp wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow, uh, and railroad ties, investigators said. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously this was a very gruesome, grisly story. Essentially the students were upset because they didn't get a good grade in their Spanish class. And then they decided that they were going to hatch a murder against their Spanish teacher. So yeah, um, super grisly fucked up shit. Um, but yeah, we have one more thing to cover before I let you go. Um, on that note, I am going to take my break. Ooh. Uh, All right. And we're back Uh, from the Associated Press. Man who attacked Pelosi's husband convicted of federal assault and attempted kidnapping charges. 
A jury on Thursday convicted the man who broke into former U.S. Speaker U.S. Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home last year of federal charges for seeking to hold her hostage and attacking her husband with a hammer. Juries deliberated for about eight hours before finding David DePap guilty of attempted kidnapping of a federal official and assault on the immediate family member of a federal official. DePap, who faces up to 50 years in prison, did not react as a verdict was read. The attack on the then 82-year-old Paul Pelosi that was captured on police body camera video just days before the midterm elections sent shockwaves through the political world. Um, so yeah, DePap, 43 years old, admitted during trial testimony that he broke into Pelosi's home on October of 20, October 28, 2022, intending to hold Nancy Pelosi hostage and break her kneecaps if she lied to him. He also admitted to bludgeoning Paul Pelosi with a hammer after San Francisco police officers showed up at the home saying his plan to end what he viewed as government corruption was unraveling. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of this, they, they say that, yeah, he apologizes and he's like, yeah, I, you know, at the end of the day, Paul Pelosi wasn't my target. You know, I, I was planning on hitting like Tom Hanks and uh, these other people. Uh, political people and shit i'm like man like I, I don't see how the sorry is helping you brother like at the end of the day this guy was just queuing on to the core you know he believed all these kind of bullshit theories he believed trump was right um and i mean sadly i mean this it's not like this guy is alone like there are a ton of motherfuckers who are like this you know usually they just keep it to the online forums to the twitter threads or whatever usually there's trolls but at the same time you know it definitely seems, I feel like, since, you know, 2016, you've seen an uptick of these motherfuckers actually getting active. Um, and, yeah, I mean, literally this dude broke into the Pelosi home, which is crazy that he was able to do that. You would think there'd be better security, but, you know, uh, I guess motherfuckers just really weren't on it. Um, and, I mean, yeah, he literally holds Pelosi hostage. Pelosi is somehow able to get to his phone or a burner phone in his bathroom and calls police. But of course, by the time police get there, like he's already being like hassled and wrassled and dude just like fucking starts cracking on, you know, Pelosi with a hammer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, shit was crazy. Um, you know, I, I feel like the Pappy's defense was trying to be like, well, he was just a misguided guy. Like he was just really into these conspiracy theories. But it's like, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, this dude took the shit to the streets. And I feel like when you take it there, that's taking it beyond the free speech expression zone. Like, I don't agree with a ton of you motherfuckers, but I get why you guys are allowed to say the crazy, foul, fucking morbid shit that y'all say. Fine, whatever. But like, once you guys actually weaponize that shit, that's when it's like, you know, it's definitely a step too fucking far, right? You know what I mean? So... You know, I don't think there's going to be any sleep loss for uh, the David of Haps of the world. Um, but definitely it was something I wanted to cover. Um, I, I mean, if his sentence is anything abnormal, then maybe we'll cover it. But uh, it probably won't be. He's probably going to be chilling in around that 50 years. You know, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some kind of parole. But yeah, I feel like good leaving it there. And uh, I feel like I'm good leaving it there for the episode. Um, if you'd like to support the effort, you can. There is a way. Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. 
Uh, let's see here. I, I will dub thee a newsie. I shout you out at the top of the month. And then um, also plug a project if you like. Also, free ways to hit me up, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And then I'm on all of the uh, social media apps that you're probably on. You know, the Facebook, the X, Instagram, all that. Follow me or the podcast there. Also, like I said, or didn't say it actually, but um, I've been having some problems with uh, Spotify lately, it seems. Uh, so if you're still listening on whatever feed you are, great, awesome. Please keep listening. Hopefully you're hitting the button keeping it there. But I would say the best way is probably the YouTube as of lately for sure. Hopefully you're subscribed there either way. Uh, that helps out a lot. And you're hitting all the thumbs up and all of the hearts and, uh, you know, positive comments and vibes are always welcome. Um, but yeah, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.